Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Triad. I am Ethan Hewlin, and this week uh, I'm coming to you once again from quarantined in my own house. So uh, here to join me in the collective experience of sheltering from the world and its dangers is uh, Noah of the Siblings of Fandoms podcast. So Noah, welcome. Uh, thank well, you, Noah, for joining me on such a short notice. Uh, I know we have nothing but time, and yet I still have time to procrastinate everything. Oh, always. Yeah, every single time. So, listeners and Noah, we're diving into um, kind of the effects that quarantine has had on uh, our mental health and our various experiences with that sort of thing. So, uh, Noah, what's uh, what's it been like for you? Well, I am in school, but my school stopped being in session two weeks ago, and... Since then, it's been a very unclear message of whether we're supposed to do work, whether we're supposed to treat it like a spring break. And today, actually, my state went on a basically shelter-in-place order. And we also got the message that the message from the school system basically saying what the plan is moving forward. So it's been a lot of uncertainty, but... Now we're finally getting some clarity. So what is that um what has that been like for you being stuck in your house for how long has it been? Uh, two weeks. Okay, about the same here. Uh, so what has that done like in regards to um like are you keeping busy or are you what are you doing to keep yourself from being bored and or keeping your sanity? I'm playing a lot of Zelda. I completely get that. I just bought Animal Crossing. Yeah, I do not have $60. <laughs> or I would. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been a lot of video games. It's been, honestly, a lot of podcasting. I maybe started a new podcast. Ooh. I don't know. I feel like the pilot we recorded is a little trash. But... Hey, I also started a brand new podcast, which you can totally check out on uh, Buzzsprout, Spotify, or any other um, any other podcast hosting site. Ooh. It's called Outnumbered. It is with uh, me and two of my sisters. Um, please feel free to check that out and give us some downloads. Sorry for that shameless plug. It just happened to come up. Oh, uh, it's fine. I shameless plug all the time. Feel free to shameless plug right now. I yeah, just go for I it. Keep, I've kept up a schedule with the podcast I do run. It's called Siblings and Fandoms. You can find it at anchor.fm slash siblings and fandoms or pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. And it's my sister and I just sort of sitting down for half an hour to talk about any fandom. Wonderful. Uh, so Noah, are you more of an introvert or extrovert, mm. just personality-wise? I think introvert, but then I have very extroverted moments, so I forget 
who said this, but it's someone on the, like, Bacon and Eggs at WBNE area, mm-hmm. which is how we know each other. Yep. Um, an introverted, no, an, but the reverse, an extroverted introvert okay. is probably what I'd call myself. Yeah. So this hasn't really, so has this bothered you at all, being uh, stuck in your house for this long, not really As- being able to do anything? Aside from getting real sick of my family, no. Same here, honestly. Like by by nature, um, I am an introvert. I don't um, like being around people drains me mentally. Yeah. So, and even though like I didn't think that this would affect me as much as it has, I'm honestly surprised. Um, because I just want to have human contact with someone that isn't related to me. <laughs> yeah, fit, phys- so one of the actually main things that's been bugging me is just sort of a lack of touch. Mm-hmm. It's like, my family isn't particularly touchy-feely. Like, we give hugs, but other than that, it's we're very separate in day-to-day because my parents are both still working they're working from home but they like still have stuff they need to do yeah um can i curse by the way i'll bleep it out all right um i won't create more work for you though so yeah it's just been a lack of just human contact that's been the most frustrating thing but like i have a dog so i have been able to leave the house which has been really helpful well, that's good. And, like, it was only today that we got the, like, stay at home. We're not asking. We're telling you to. Yeah. Thing. Um, I got that last week from mm. uh, from my state. And I was, at first I was like, sweet, no human contact for the foreseeable future. <laughs> this is going to be great. But then you realize, wait no human contact for the foreseeable future. Exactly. So, I don't know about you, Noah, and I'm about to get pretty deep here. Um, I've been kind of back and forth on how much anxiety I've been feeling, Mm -hmm. just based on the limited amount of contact I've been able to get with people outside my family because the the contact I've been able to have has been exclusively through uh, voice or video calls. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Um, anxiety might be the wrong word for what I've been experiencing, but it's more like a longing almost. Yeah. Because it's not like I'm anxious I'm never going to see anyone again, or I'm never going to see this particular person again. It's the it's the longing for, like, I want to be able to talk to you and, like, read the full body language mm-hmm. that comes with an in-person conversation. Yeah, but for me, it's not more... It's not a, um, I'll never be able to see you again. It's how long is it going to be until I see yeah. you again. That's what we don't know, and that's what's um, that's what's really getting to me. Right, because like the school board, 
like I said, they released a statement um, earlier today, but also last uh, yeah last week, late last week, they had a meeting and released an initial statement. The way that statement was phrased, they are not planning on us going back to school this year. And that is a little scary, especially, like, I have friends who are seniors. That mm-hmm. is extremely sad that I might not see them. But, like, I'm trying to stay busy, trying to, like, be as creative as I can. Um, spend as much time with my family as I can without getting super annoyed. I mean, it's just, I'm trying to power through and keep that, however little I experience it, that anxiety at bay. Yeah, I get it. 100%. But, like, I'm not having... So, the one of the creators of Welcome to Night Vale, mm-hmm. Joseph Fink, has a podcast called Our Play Gear, where, and he's describing this, like, crushing anxiety, waking up in the middle of the night with panic dreams, and I'm... I'm not getting anything even close to that. It's just a background, like, this is crazy, and I need to stay focused on anything else. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but I'm definitely more vulnerable at times where I am isolated even more from my family, like when it's just me. Like, would you agree that that is more of a time for you to be more vulnerable to this sort of thing? I don't know, because I thrive in isolation. Like, that's when I get the most done, when no one is trying to distract me or talk to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's... It's interesting, because on the one hand, we as, like, biological beings need the contact like complete isolation is not a way that humans can exist oh absolutely not but then i do my best work alone so it's a balance that i have to hit like we had we had contractors working on our house up until today they're stopping wednesday because of this order um and so I've been working in the shed to escape the noise. And I I think I'm just going to keep doing that because it's like, one, having to leave the house to go to work, in air quotes, is, like, useful for getting in a mindset. And also, it's like, if my family wants to talk to me, they have to come outside. If I want to talk to them, I have to make the conscious effort. They can't just, like, come into my room. Yeah. So it's an added separation that is useful for me being productive and sort of being able to bear the thought of at least four more weeks of this. We don't get back until the end of April right now. Yeah, as of right now. And um, that's really um, more of what's been getting to me than anything else. Because, uh, no, I'm not sure if you're. Do you know what the five love languages are? I do. Okay. And yeah. What's your what's your primary uh love language, if you don't mind me asking? Probably touch. It's been a while since I took it and I don't remember what I got, but it's okay. touch or um 
acts of service. Okay. So mine uh, is is quality time. I like spending time Ooh. with people. How how I do that, it doesn't matter. Okay. But um but my number 2 is physical touch. And uh-huh. that is my girlfriend's number 1. So oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. She um she's having a bit of a, a rough go at the moment with um not being able to uh, see me or being able to see any of her friends and that's just how we know that she shows her affection to other people is by um like hugs or high fives or fist bumps and stuff like that and we just we just can't do that right now yeah i'm extremely sorry for her for you and it's like i just need to distract myself from that whack of love like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Late to the Party has been great. Yes. Like, all the WB and E podcasts, everything yes. Night Vale. Today mm-hmm. we ordered Night Vale's new book, which is called Ooh. The Faces Old Woman Who Secretly Lives in Your Home. I heard about that. And it's gonna be really wonderful to get that and to read. We got a switch um a week into this. Yeah, I've had my Switch for um, about nine months, mm-hmm. up, uh, and I'm really glad that I have it. And oh yeah, it's I a just, great. I just bought Animal Crossing, been playing a lot of Mario Kart, a lot of Zelda. Um, yeah. But also, I've been playing a lot of, uh, of board games. Uh, we recently ordered um, What Do You Meme, uh-huh. if you've ever played that. I have not, but I have heard people talk about it it's sort of like cards against humanity yeah that was what i was getting but with memes exactly even though cards against humanity in and of itself is a meme (laughs) so it's apples to apples but memes pretty much it's it's been um it's it's been pretty funny um playing with yeah my especially especially if you know the people well yeah i mean with your family there are a few people you know better so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Noah, I was going to yes. ask how you're staying busy, but that's, uh, you, you just told me I that. basically said that. Um, oh, lots of Netflix too. Yeah. I, I managed to get the Netflix password. <laughs> um, how has your day-to-day routine mm-hmm. been affected by... Um, what's what's happening right now? I mean, when you consider that before I was leaving the house at 7.30 to get to a bus that would get me to school at 8.40 to a school that's 20 minutes away um, immensely, and then I would stay there for the next six and a half hours, be home at hmm, 4.30. School ends at 3.20. Um, I mean, immensely. But, like, my sleep schedule hasn't changed. I wake up at 6. I'm still doing that. I'm going to bed around 10.30 or 11. And, I mean, it it hasn't deviated too much from what, like, a normal weekend would look like if we had, like, no plans. Okay. 
apart from like I've been going out to the shed and doing work. But yeah, also probably about fifty percent of that time is spent playing games and chatting on Discord. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I know for for me at least, uh, because I'm in college, it's a bit it's a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've gotten to pick my own class schedule, I've been going to. I've been able to be a bit more uh, flexible than some people would. Uh, like I know that my mom and stepdad have been on calls for work most of the day. Yeah, um, mine too. We've been trying to take our our dog for walks as much as we can because mm-hmm. uh, he's a nine month old puppy and still needs mm. a lot of a lot of exercise. Yeah, I have a like two and a half year old golden doodle who loves walks, loves playtime. She has lots of friends who were still taking her to see. Yeah. Probably. I need to check on that. Yeah, fortunately we um we live in between uh, some people who are um who both own dogs, so um he still gets to see at least some of his his dog friends. That's great. Yeah, her friends are all, you know, within a five-block radius. Mm-hmm. And, like, they can't... Like, we're supposed to only leave for essential purposes. I'm yeah. not sure you can argue that walking a dog isn't essential. Or just exercise in general is essential. Yeah. I think that might fly a little less depending on how they're thinking about all this. Yeah. But... Have you, Have you, like... I don't know how much you exercise on a regular basis, but has not much. Okay, so has Very walking your dog. Walks. Okay, so has walking your dog been um, something that's been helping with uh, being isolated like this? Definitely. Uh, just give me one second. Sorry. Sure. Apologies. Yeah, it's all good. My door popped open randomly. That's fine. Which is just lovely. Fantastic. All right. Yeah, it's been helpful. Okay. Um, um, it gives me, like, something to do. Just yeah. Something that's never... It, like, walking with no destination, not really something... Well, I enjoy it, but there's a limit to how much you can do it. Yeah. Walking... Like, if I'm walking with my dog, it's easy to say, like, I'm walking to give her exercise, so Mm -hmm. I can justify two hours walking. Yeah. Which is two hours of escape that is badly needed. Oh, absolutely. So, Noah, how do you think people both our age and older are going to... um, see the world differently once this either is gone or has greatly reduced in risk i think we're gonna well i hope we're going to appreciate the service personnel a lot more absolutely i i think you'll probably see a major change in the like ride sharing apps oh yeah those might dip down a lot or maybe even go away 
I'm going to be interested to see if handshaking comes back. Uh, I think for the older <laughs> demographic, it might, but maybe not so much for like maybe our parents and younger. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I also think that we will learn as humans to value other humans. And um, I'm going to bring up something that's been talked about quite frequently on um, mm-hmm. a podcast that I'm pretty sure we both enjoy. Hello from elsewhere, Casey and Valerie yep. Winters. Um, yep. Casey, who has actually been on the show. Um, and it's the, the aspect of found family. So like, your yes. friends, co-workers, just people that aren't related by blood, but by bond as it were, we'll probably appreciate them a lot more. We'll I think, appreciate our own families a lot more. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think what's going to happen with found family is, I think our generation specifically, Gen mm-hmm. Z, mm-hmm. already appreciates found family more than most. Mm-hmm. But I think you might see found family become a bit more... Be treated a little more. Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? A little less for granted, by oh, the yeah. older, by the older generations. Mm-hmm. The realization that these people are not inherently part of your life. You need to choose every day to keep them there. Yeah, and that's what I think makes found family so important. Is because. Like, you chose to let these people into your life. Your family, you didn't really have a choice. No. You have a you have the choice to keep them there, but only to the extent of they are still your family, you will see them at certain events. Exactly. Your found family, if you want to cut them out, there is nothing stopping you. Mm-hmm. And the time you spend with them is much more intentional, I think. Yes. It's time by choice instead of time by requirement. Precisely. And I also believe we will not only appreciate our found family more, but also um, people who are in some of the lower paying jobs such as like food service workers or uh, where I work the the delivery service or um, are you still working I'm not still working because I'm um, I have asthma so because of that pre-existing condition I'm more at risk than other people Um, but I my manager and other co-workers are still working trying to get things where they need to go and i applaud them for that yeah we got an amazon delivery today about a month early Mm. from when they told us Uh uh-huh so we ordered it it was a a like the thing you put the joy cons into to make them controller shape yeah that with a charging port Mm -hmm. and then uh extension for my computer to allow it to connect to ethernet which, for some reason, it can't. Hmm. 
but we got that we ordered it initially they said you know don't expect it before april 21st mm-hmm. it came today yeah and it's just the people out there who are risking their lives yeah and health doing that mm-hmm. the there's just no way to really thank them right and also um i think sometimes the the older generations don't appreciate them as much because um they just kind of think you know they've earned their keep and don't really need to give anyone respect that's younger than them sometimes it's not all the time like i know they're definitely that's more the exception than the rule um but um if you've worked in retail you know which people i'm talking about yeah and i have not i have my first job scheduled for this summer working at a customer service position at my pool oh okay and hopefully i get to do that we'll see i mean i hope so for your sake yeah because i yeah for the older generations it's been a long time since Mm -hmm. they had those jobs yeah since you were since they were you yeah so i think they've sort of forgotten one how just in general the general public can be and two how hard those jobs are and how necessary they are okay yeah i um yeah i think they'll begin to appreciate um how much those people actually do to help people especially in times of uncertainty like this one because Mm -hmm. a lot of well i don't know if this is a term you're familiar with or that is like commonly used but knowledge workers like the white collar jobs people who are in a cubicle yeah i have not heard that i have heard white collar i have not heard knowledge jobs okay well those people aren't going to work because they're not considered essential right they might be working but they are not leaving their house and heading to an office exactly and those these people who work at um, places like well grocery stores and Mm -hmm. other things like that uh, i've heard from my friends have to carry around um like a documentation to say I am an essential worker I need to work so that way people can get food or people yeah. can get um, other things like that yes so I just hope we all walk away from this with a different perspective on life and each other and how much we as a species are more similar than different I mean, yep. that's just been my hope for a while, but I didn't think it would take something like this to do it. Yeah, you've been... I mean, I've been hoping that for about four years now. Yeah. That we'd I, get I, out of the current world order. I'm with, with you. I'm with you. increased sense of unity. We'll so, see. So, Noah, we are uh, approaching wrap-up time. Is there... Uh, Are there any encouraging words that you would like to leave uh, with 
the tryhards who are listening, hopefully, from quarantine right now. You just had to put the word encouraging there, didn't you? Eh. Um, I mean, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'll say. If you are healthy, still stay home. Not for you, but for everyone who is at higher risk. Don't think that just because you are not in the high-risk group, you won't come into contact with someone who is. Absolutely. Noah, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, I mentioned earlier, my podcast is Siblings and Fandoms, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we're approaching our one-year anniversary entirely too quickly. I had the brilliant idea to have us react to our first episode for that and it's gonna be lovely um i am also on instagram at i underscore kane i like the body part and on twitter at kane underscore i again i like the body part um other than that i don't think i have anything else wonderful all right, thank you, uh, listeners, once again for tuning in this week to True Stories of a Tryhard. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hewlin. You can find me on Twitter at etphonehome. The O's are zeros and the E's are threes. You Let can me find. Go follow you. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I'll be sure to do the same. Uh, you. you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at True Stories Pod. Um, I'll be trying to do some. Um, Instagram lives either on my personal um, my personal page or the podcast page within the next couple of weeks so that way people can just stay in contact with um, other people they may not see on a regular basis so I will be putting out there when I'll be going live because I'm still in college and things still need to get done so Mm. uh, just be on the lookout for those um I realized I forgot to say this, but thank you very much for having me. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad you could make it. Um, so I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin and Noah signing off. Bye.